Oh my god, now the picture's wrong. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, Eric Knight rejoins us to get me to try a whole bunch of fruited sours in hopes to find something I'll like. Spoiler alert, doesn't work. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. Hi. And Molly Glover. Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we are here at OmegaCon. We are back at OmegaCon. Woo! Uh, for regular years. listeners who don't know, OmegaCon is kind of a relaxing convention in Siren, Wisconsin. People sit around in their pajamas and play games all weekend, and often we record an ep- episode or two while we are here. And with that in mind, we have brought in a guest. He is a friend of the show. He's been on several times before. And his goal today is to turn me into an alcoholic. It is Eric Knight. I am pushing booze down your throat. Yeah, you are. I should say, though, I do want to make it clear. Tim, you are consenting to this episode. I have consented. We're not forcing you. We didn't blackmail you or threaten you or anything. We didn't pressure you. This is all in good fun. Yeah, I did not say, I did not say, oh, fine. I just want to make sure. I did say, oh, fine. Because it's not not okay to pressure people who don't drink into drinking. It's not cool. But but Tim has a history of being willing to have small tastes of alcohol for the sake of entertainment in various settings. Especially at a Megacon. There's precedent. There's much like Convergence. There's drinking culture here. Yes. Go, go listen big, to the, uh, yeah. the Drunk Molly episode yeah. way back oh, here. Boy. It's like oh episode, boy! Oh boy! You know, like the first episode. Oh, that poor bitch. She was so, <laughs> it was real bad. But, uh, but also, like you know, Tim isn't tried, afraid to try things, and exactly. he's a grown ass yeah. man who can make his own. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, there you go. And, and so the thing is that uh, what what had come up was that sour beers, and particularly fruited sours, are such a different flavor profile, and since Tim really tends to like things that are sour and tart, uh, I I said when we were just talking and it came up, I was like, you know, it might be possible to find a sour, a fruited sour that you might not hate. And that's the goal. And and not (laughs) not that Tim would like. And Tim said, well, it tastes like alcohol, there's no way I'll like it, or or I'd hate it, or something like that. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much almost impossible that that's going to happen. But it's... But we'll try. It, it, fruited sours have been something that, uh, that's like my, my pandemic beer. What right. has been discovering, especially like the Drecker Brewery fruited smoothie sours. They're called smoothie, yeah. They're yeah. called smoothie or milkshake sours. It's, yeah, that's, they're yeah. really like a dessert beer. Very much. And, and since I knew that the Glovers also both have been drinking uh, sours and fruited sours, I thought maybe to suggest this as an idea for a topic. Let's, Let's see what happens. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'll say the other, the other thing I want to say up front about the alcohol thing and with Tim is that these beers often are very fruit and tart forward at the front before your tongue kind of starts to really taste the alcohol. Or even hops sometimes. Or or other beer flavors that are maybe not alcohol but might not be pleasant. And that's why I'm really curious to see if anything has an initial like even one or three seconds of Tim going... Oh yeah, the beginning of that was okay before I didn't like it, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could happen. It's, it's like sex, right? Yeah. 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 Ultimately, my goal is that uh, if somebody told me that uh, I could like live as long as I wanted to, but I had to drink a can of one of these things every day, that I could find a can of these that I would that I would. It's wizard deal protection. With. Yeah. Yes, the, yeah. the alcohol apocalypse, as yeah. we all know, yeah. that's yeah. a that's yeah. a common theme in the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, so, roving gangs force you to drink. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so people might might hear this. This is depending on the, the microphone on the table. So right now, Eric grabbed one of the cans of beer and he's rolling it on the table. And that's some of these beers are so heavily fruited that they get um, built like chunky yeah, sediment. sediment on the bottom that needs to be reset with the beer. And then if you don't drink them, you're supposed to roll them again before you store them in the fridge to reset them. How do you, yeah. it's how like, do, you do that It's like they're open? If you haven't opened it yet. Oh, okay. yeah. It's like Fred Flintstone. If you hit him on the head enough, he goes back to becoming Fred Flintstone and he stops being a gangster. <laughs> so oh, this is this okay. is a Drecker Brewing Chonk Pineapple Whip Sunday Sour. So, pineapple Whip. So, so this is like a Dole Whip. So Drecker is in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, not too far east of us. 
I guess. And um, they make a bunch of different types of chonk. This is the the Dole Whip issue. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm smelling it. It Some doesn't smell like beer. Right? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Mm. It does oh, taste like a Dole Whip. Well, yeah. Uh. <laughs> what do you think? There's all that there's all that alcoholic bitterness on top. There of is, it. yeah. It's just like, uh, and that that's all I taste. But you when can... I when I smell it, it doesn't smell bad. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. smell bad. If right. all I had to do is smell it, I wouldn't mind. Would you say that to you does it taste like beer or just alcohol? More like just alcohol. It does not taste super beery. Like a cocktail, right? Yeah. Like that's how okay. I think of them. Is they taste to me they taste like it tastes like an around. alcoholic cocktail. And the, and the Dole Whip is something that you do enjoy at Disney. Tim, uh, do you like tender like pineapple or not? I mean, not the Dole Whip's fine. I'm not a mm. not a big old okay big old must have a Dole Whip every time I'm right. at Disney, but um, mm-hmm. but I uh, the the group that I typically go with very mm-hmm. much enjoys the Dole Whip. So sure, but they also many of them also very much enjoy the the booze. So they might like this. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I can taste the I can taste the pineapple, but it just can you taste the coconut? Uh, yeah, is I can taste the coconut. I think so, yeah. I think. I don't think so. It just says uh, gimmicks. Pineapple, marshmallows, vanilla ice cream, lactose Maybe it's the sugar. marshmallow is what mm-hmm. I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you think you're right. Yeah. Uh, the, first, the first chunk I had from Drecker was um, a hot fudge sundae that was like cherry, banana, chocolate, and vanilla. It was so thick. This is much thi- like thinner than that. This is more okay. juicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can taste the juice. I just I the it hits my tongue, and the first thing I get is the alcohol. Well, I think the rest are, are probably going to be more beery than that. How, one, maybe. We'll so see. now that you go like, I know you had some water, but like, can you get? Do you get other flavors like like that taste like dessert, or is it just alcohol flavor? Really, it's just alcohol for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the notably thinner pouring on this one. What's this one, Yerk? This is uh, by 56 Brewing in Northeast Minneapolis, a couple blocks from my house. It's called Broadway Bramble Double Berry Lemon Sour. So it's got raspberry, blackberry, lemon. It's going to be really tart. It's probably going to be a lot tart. It's going to be way more tart. Than See, that, that sounds great to me in yeah. theory. Yeah. Um, and that's the, this is what I'm wondering is, I know Eric and I talked about this too, is we're, we're wondering if the tartness of a thing can override the bitterness of the, of the alcohol flavor yeah. for you. All right. Mm. Bottoms up. Mm. I'm smelling it first. I'm, uh-huh. I just want to get a, get a the oh. nose. Damn, that's what oh, so it's sour. It almost, it tastes like um, a wine cooler kind of to me. Yeah, I can I can I can smell the booze. Yeah, I don't love, I don't <laughs> love this. I, don't, I personally don't love this one, but okay, I get the sour. Yeah, I mean it's there. Yeah, um, and uh, it's like. This is very frustrating. I'm going to take another drink of it now. Yeah, but this is frustrating to me because I get the sour. But then there's the booze on top of it that's just like, fuck you, Tim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This one um, has more of a wheat flavor to me, like actual yeah. beer. Well, yeah, this, this so, like I was saying that this <laughs> Your is... Your face, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and you I took a really little swig, and then I... You finished you had it, then I finished yeah. the whole thing, okay. and when I finished the whole thing, it was like, oh, here's some beer, yeah. Tim. For, yeah, for the record, beer. for the record, for the listeners, we're doing very small... Yeah, we've got so those Dixie like, cups. Yeah, and, and yeah, so it's not a, it's not a lot. I got um, little Dixie cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so, I will mention that this is a good moment to just mention that uh, the sours that aren't the really super fruity, you know, have, I mean, like this has three different fruits in it, but it leans more into just the straightforward sour beer flavor mm-hmm. profile than that heavy, sweeter, fruity, fruit smoothie direction like, um, like yeah. the Dole Whip and some of the others uh, do. Ska Brewing makes a lot of the thinner, like they, they're a, a fruited sour ale. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely right. tastes like a, a fruit flavored beer, but yeah. it, it is a beer well, first. One of the reasons we're tasting three Drekkers is because they make such good, heavy, sweet things that I'm hoping it might be something that helps mask the alcohol a little yeah. bit or something. Like so far, no. I know, I know. Um, All right. Yeah, so you also, want? while we're doing this, uh, Eric has brought us five questions. Yeah. So uh, so I can recover from the experience. Can I have some more of that coconut one? <laughs> 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 pineapple one? Of course. Yeah. And we should drink whatever Mom's we want. Gonna, yeah, just slam it all. Really you good. don't need to so, worry about saving any for me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Eric's got uh, five questions that we're going to intersperse. This is a different... 
a different way to experience. do our episode. I, didn't I guess we just do this one a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, right, I, got, got I mean, I don't know if this is too behind the curtain, but honestly, I didn't know yeah. if just Tim going, oh, this is gross, seven times in a row would be too repetitive. Yeah. Ask Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know if you did have, I didn't send them that long ago. Did you glance at these questions? Yeah. Or are you flying blind? Okay, great. I glanced. Yeah. I, um, I saw so, there about Ville. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, question one. What's an insult you especially like that is by someone else in the Ville cast? It's like everybody. We should. Uh, so um, all four of us are members of an insult comedy show that has yeah. its roots at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival 30 years ago. 30, 30, 30, 30 plus, plus. Over 30 yeah, years yeah. ago. It now no longer performs at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, but it performs monthly at the Bright Lake Bowl and sometimes streaming online. It's called Vilification Tennis. It's very blue. It's insult, you know, uh, uh, humor, like the dozens type stuff. And um, just as context for anyone who might not be familiar, all four of us are are in that show. Yeah. Tim's the Tim's the, usually the judge MC person and... The other yeah. three of us are insulters. And so, yes. Uh, so when it comes to writing writing Vill jokes, everybody writes Vill jokes except me, basically. You sure. write them, um, though. You I do, just don't I do. You just don't perform the jokes. No, right? I put them yeah. online. Yeah. Um, yeah. My okay. favorite Vill insult from someone else is from uh, Heather, whose husband Dave is on the cast uh, as well. They're both also here this weekend. Yeah. And so it's worth noting that there's an age gap between the two. Dave is older than Heather. And by so a good bit. By a good margin. And so Heather has an insult that's sex with Dave is like 9-11. I was 13 when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's 10. Is it 10? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, literally, it's, yeah. So it's great It's because it's she can use it for anyone that's older than her. And that would work great, but the fact that it was kind of written with her husband in mind, uh, yeah. and and just like I'm a big fan of a 9/11 joke that isn't necessarily 9/11? like exactly yeah. <laughs> that isn't like about 9/11 necessarily like yeah. Uh, for me, it changes, it fluctuates all the time. But just off the top of my head, uh, one of my favorite jokes is one of Kirky's that is, uh, "You're so stupid, you think virginity is next to West virginity," and I don't know why, but it makes yeah. me laugh every fucking time. Like yeah. it's just so, it's such an elegant and stupid joke. I love it. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, I mean, again, there's so many good Ville jokes, oh, yeah. but it's that's why I didn't say favorite, but just one you especially like. What comes yeah. to mind was my goal. Um, I also from Kirky actually. Uh, uh, it's. Um, uh, do you know the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Mm-hmm. Nick's never paid five bucks to have a garbanzo bean in his mouth, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is just uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good so one. The wording is so great. Okay, I'll go back to a retired vilifier, Jason Ballweber, uh, because I I enjoy the math jokes, uh, and his was uh, you're so stupid. You thought pi was three point one four one five nine seven. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Love that one. That's a good. Yep. All right. Okay. What's our next? What's our next? Gross what's our next? Drink? Yeah. What's our next? I mean, uh, I mean, delicious fruit and. You don't salad. need to pretend they're delicious. Yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. that's yeah. not the goal here. Yeah. So from distill. D-E-S-T-I-H-L. Destil. Destil or Destil. I know. S-T-I-H-L is a tool company and they're pronounced style. So I don't know. From the Wild Sour series, Key Lime Pie Ghosts. So Ghost Ale brewed with key lime, vanilla, lactose, coriander, and sea salt. Now I'm going to say that this one's going to make me mad because I love key lime pie. (laughs) This one's going to make you super mad. It's going to ruin key lime pie in a different way. This is like this is like key lime pie cheesecake. You know what's wrong with key lime pie cheesecake? It's got it's, cheesecake. It's it's too much. Well, no, it's too. I like cheesecake and oh key boy. lime pie, but it's too much like key, cheesecake the, to be key lime yeah, pie. And it's yeah. too much like key lime pie to be cheesecake. Gross is a is a wheat German wheat beer. Yeah, yeah, it's it's again a sour. It's another wild yeast. I don't like that. Variety, I don't, I, yeah, I don't like this either. So all right, here we go. Oh boy. I do not. What the hell? It's so sour. 
I don't even taste the key lime pie. It just it's seems just, like someone's lime. taste lime juice. I get, I get a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like say, lime juice. Too. I wouldn't say key lime pie. I would just call this lime. It's just like yeah. a lime yeah. sauce. Yep. I, I suck on limes. For, yeah, me too. They're delicious. Me too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I'm in the mood for just something kind of tart and lime, like very tart and limey, and I'm not it's finishing okay, this but one. No, please don't. Me neither. Yeah. Nobody needs to. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I don't want it. It's too sour for my guts. Yeah. Yeah. If it's key lime pie, I want some creaminess or something to it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm so sorry. I don't know which is which now. I don't either. I'm sorry. It's all good. I mean, I would. Do you know which one was Tim's? That was mine. I think these two were both mine. Well, I had one. Oh, oh, I see. You finished yours. No. No, I just put. No, I, I didn't finish mine I finished either. Mine. Oh, you finished yours. You were going to drink mine. Right. Got it. Yep. Okay, but there's more in there if you want it. That's no. Fine. <laughs> 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 I was just going to save one Dixie cup worth from going to yeah, waste. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's the frugal Scott blood. Yeah, that really does kind of make that makes me angry. They called the key lime pie. Yeah, yeah. They're See, lying sons of bitches. Do one more and then we'll so, just do alternating. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So it's it's frustrating because uh, Drecker be makes a coconut I mean, I key lime pie smoothie sour. I'm not sure, I'm just doing. You just do it wrong. That tastes incredibly incredibly good. It does taste like key lime pie because like the coconut offers some creaminess to it. Yeah, it's it has a much thicker texture, like the, the pineapple one we tried. Mm-hmm. But these Drecker beers are so fucking hard to find, Tim. Most liquor stores take the packs of them and bust them down into singles and limit people to one can per purchase. Wow. When I came across the first one we did, the pineapple chunk, yeah. um, I went up to the register, I bought other stuff, and I turned around to leave, and behind me, on the other not-in-use counter, was a whole bunch of Dreckers. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, I didn't see these. They're like, yeah, they don't last. We don't bother to deploy them. They're just up yep. here. People here, oh, we wow. get them in, and yeah. then they just come and grab them. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. Um, so this yes. is by a, a brewery called Untitled Art. Mm-hmm. And it is. it says it's a Florida Weiss, but it's specifically mm-hmm. a uh, malt beverage with passion fruit puree. And it is a non-alcoholic sour. Apparently. Okay, so no, there's no alcohol right, in this. Yeah, so this should not give you that alcohol taste. I know, but I fucking hate passion But it might fruit. be. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, you I also that. do. I also do. So this will be fun. It's all right. You didn't ask me what I liked in terms that's of That's not true. I did. You said you didn't like banana. That was the only I one you mentioned. I don't. I fucking hate banana. Right. That's the only oh. one you mentioned. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. I mean... It's it's basically passion fruit it, juice. Yeah. I don't, it's not alcoholic. I, there's a little bit of a bitterness to it, which is what they do to sure. try and make non-alcoholic it, beer taste. Exactly, alcoholic. they're trying to make it taste like alcohol. And, and the bitterness is what I hate. But I, yeah, um, it, it tastes like um, like if you were thinking you'd be clever and you were gonna mix like Lacroix with. <laughs> grapefruit juice or something to try to make yourself a nice fruit seltzer yeah. but you used way too much soda and your soda also had like quinine in it passion fruit is such a weird it makes it coats my tongue in such a weird way and makes my whole mouth feel slippery in a way that isn't comfortable it, it's interesting yeah. I love yeah, the smell of oh. passion fruit and, I, and the taste of it is fine that's yeah good. I, that's good yeah, yeah oh boy that's funny I mean I, if, right. that was a, if that was a if that was a different fruit, I could probably handle it because it's not very, it's not very beery at all. Right. Like I said, it's got a little bit of the, it's got a little bit of the bitterness in it, which is the thing that I really fucking hate about alcohol mm-hmm. um, of just about any stripe. But it, it, ugh, passion fruit, yeah. I, I yeah, that's funny. When I, I mean, honestly, when I remember asking you when I brought this up, and you said, I mean, I knew that you like key lime a lot, and you said a lot of other fruits are good, but you hate banana, and I. You, I'm huh. sure you didn't mention passion fruit, so well, I was sure, like, because it, I thought I was safe on this one. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, but, would you think you know. passion fruit isn't a, isn't something I think of when I'm thinking of beers, right? So yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I just want to, we all just sanitized our hands with my excellent, uh, maybe you touched your genitals hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I know that some of us have. <clears throat> all so right. we'll come back and we'll do uh, question two. Yeah. Okay. What is something broader that you've suggested or brought to Ville that you're proud of? It could be organizational mm. or more content driven, like an improv structure, show theme, mm. etc. I can go first if people need to think. I've go got, ahead. I've got, I've got oh, one right off right. the top. Oh, Nick. Yeah. So uh, I, I like, I listen to a good amount of rap. <laughs> There's a rapper named uh, Mickey Avalon. He, he is like his whole spiel is that he's like ex prostitute turned rapper right 
And, uh, and so he has this song called My Dick, Your Dick. And essentially it's just like, you know, My Dick, M16, Your Dick, Broken Vending Machine. And it's just like him praising his dick. And just bars about like yeah. why his dick is good, your dick is bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we've since turned that into a, a improv bit called uh, My Genitals, Your Genitals. My, or my, my Genitals, Your Genitals. Yeah. Yeah, or My genitals. Dick, Your Dick. Right, you know? yeah. Gender neutral dick. Yeah, you know, yeah. In that it, sense. It's, just, it's just you know whatever junk you're you're talking about, talking up or talking down, as a a rhyming improv insult game. Yeah, and yeah. I it, even if it's fun to warm up with, I think it does well on stage. It it is not too hard for everyone. Like even people who are less comfortable with it still seem to be really funny when they do it. So I, I'm it, proud of that. It's also very flexible. Um, because if it's not quite clicking, I mean, usually gets good reactions, but if it's not quite clicking as much as usual, it's an easy one for Tim to make a little shorter or longer, depending on yeah. the, <laughs> the, you know. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. And, and actually, I did suspect that would be the one that you would mention. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, that had crossed my mind. Um, mm. So, anybody else want to, or should I? Eric Knight, the prescient one. I, uh, so, I directed a show about four or five years ago um, when Tim was out of town. Uh, and it was the day after Thanksgiving, and I did a <clears throat> holiday theme that was modeled after the old variety shows with some star acting like it's their home and welcoming people coming in. And so we had people coming in direct, like from the sidewalk, mm -hmm. uh, in the door in the back of the stage. Uh, I, I wanted to direct it but not have the responsibility of being the onstage host, so I recruited Jeff Neppel, one of our other cast members, who did a great job with it. We had a lot of really fun bits in the in that show. It just worked all clicked together into the theme really well. Um, we had a guest stand-up performer. We did sing-along holiday carols mm -hmm. that we'd written, alternate dirty lyrics to, um, and and I'm just I'm really happy with how that went. And so that was a that was it was a cool thing for me. Yeah, sweet. Really good. <clears throat> uh, this is this is both me and Nick, but uh, I take point in a lot of the organization, which is uh, cast development. Mm -hmm. We started doing uh, writing sessions mm. where everybody was invited to come over to our house, and now we do them over Zoom. But uh, to just get together in a room and we play what we call home game, which is basically just like you give a topic like sour beer, and everyone has to write as many insults as they can on that topic regardless of where it takes them and it's just a way to get practice writing and also to get over the fact that you're going to write stuff that's not funny and it's, it's that I think is like the best uh, thing that it does it's not just that it gives us good jokes it's that it gets you in a room and you write stuff down and nobody laughs at it and you go yeah well I wrote it down yeah. and you get out of your comfort zone and you get over yourself because like not all your jokes are going to be funny to everybody and it's nice to get like to just man there is days where we've had a writing session and I've written like 15 things and gotten zero laughs in a row <laughs> and yeah. I walk away with nothing you know and that can be disheartening but at the same time it's like oh so it is hard it makes you feel better about the ones you do write that are good right because yeah. you yeah. realize there's it's it is it is difficult well, the more you do it the more it's practice and the more jokes you write a certain percentage are still likely to be funny yeah. so yeah. Right. you write 100 jokes if 10% are good that's better than writing 50 Absolutely. you know Eric's a lot like sour beer he thinks I like him <laughs> <laughs> what's your anyway, what's your answer, Tim? Uh, you know, it's so hard for me to know what has been my idea and what has been somebody else's idea. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think when it comes down to it, thirty plus years ago, I was a vilifier, and the person who was judging retired. Sure. And for some reason, all the vilifiers were like, "Tim, you ought to judge." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Um, and when I took over as judge. Over about the first year and a half, I changed just about everything about how the show was. Oh judged. yeah, for sure. Um, and now know, it's because what it, it is. had been about points, and I was like, points don't make a goddamn bit of difference. Yep. Um, all that matters is keeping the flow of the show going and knowing when to score a point and when to let things yep. keep going. Yep. Um, it also was about knowing when I should interject a comment. Um, to change the change sort of the the, the pace yep. of everything that yep. was going on, Do and I can't explain all the shit that I did because I don't even know because over time it was just kind of like at this point it's just how the show is. Yeah, it's yeah. just how the show is. But it was very different before I took over as judge, and over about a year and a half to two years, I I 
changed it into what it is now. I can yeah. verify this because uh, when Nick and I were first dating, we went to the Renaissance Festival together and he was like, I really want to see Vilification Tennis. And I was like, Jesus, why? Because <laughs> I had seen it once as a kid when it was like fucking Shakespearean insults yeah. being handed back and forth and everyone was reading off of a thing and it was just like, I don't even know why. And I, and I, I liked Shakespeare as a kid, but I was like, Okay, so they're just up there saying Shakespeare quotes at each other and people are laughing like, okay. And I thought it was really shitty. And so then he was like, no, no, it's, we should go see it's, it. I, I, wasn't, I think my interest in it then was... Lori. Lori was yeah. in it. And I was always quick with a your mom joke and I had actually accidentally written a few insults for her. This was a long time ago. This yeah. was like 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but, and so it was just nice to like see the show and it was like... Totally different. So yeah, you definitely changed it dramatically. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so that's my answer. Cool. So now what do I have to drink? <laughs> By my own consent. I consent yeah. to drinking this shitty yeah. step, this shitty whatever it is. So this is uh, another one from Drecker that uh, uh, the Glovers brought. It's a blueberry cheesecake slang du jour, sour a la mode. And so it specifically says the gimmicks are blueberry, granola, cream cheese, lactose, and vanilla beans. Lactose? This, this, yeah, that's part of what makes these, these beers taste so creamy is they actually put lactose sure. in there. It's, so, you know, um, yeast eats sugar yep. Yep. and turns out alcohol. Well, the types of sugars you feed the yeast can uh, affect the flavor. So... And, you know, Sorry, good. Yeah, they're eating the lactose sugars. And specifically the type of yeast. Yeast is a huge flavor driver, and these are certain mm -hmm. strains of, there are a few main strains mm -hmm. of uh, yeast that are used a lot in different types of sours. Okay, I can All smell right. the blueberry. So, yeah. All right, let's All right. see. Mm. Ah, that is, that is. Oh, that's really bitter. That's all fucking beer. I've never had this one before. That's really bitter. Yeah, like, this doesn't grab me. Yeah. I, I really like it, uh. but it has um. <laughs> Fuck that. Like an under-the-tongued flavor that the other ones haven't had. Oh, yeah. I'm not... I I really thought this was going to taste different. This isn't for me. Look at the sediment, though. Uh, this is great is radio, but there's like blueberry... <laughs> there's like blueberry sediment coating this Dixie cup. Like, yeah. yeah. It, like little well, tiny... Yeah, I wish some of the blueberry sediment would coat my taste buds. Because <laughs> it does taste like fucking blueberry. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, have it. Yeah. Well, means no. Your, you got your... No, no, no. no. Yeah. I have my, I, uh, I'm not I big on that one either. Yeah, my interesting. That's all I'm going to have. This is my second favorite one of the ones we've had. Uh, congratulations, oh. fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, what do you got, Eric? All right. Okay, uh, question three. Um, and Tim can skip this or give an example of someone else's joke, but uh, whatever. Um, what's one of your insults that you really like but doesn't or didn't land as well with the audience? Like, it just didn't connect the same way. See, you know? I have answers to this because, okay. because I've, I've written jokes that other he people has, have, yeah. have, oh, yeah, have used. And I've, yeah. I've vilified a couple of times. Yeah. And everything he says doesn't land with the audience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey -o. True. Hey -o. Um, so uh, there's a joke that Eric has used a few times that, that, I, that I really like. And I did write. But it never lands is uh, you thought a shuttlecock was a space penis, <laughs> which <laughs> sure. I think is great. I love it. Yeah. I love it, but it, yep. it, it never lands. So uh, yeah. thanks for trying, Eric. Yep. I, it's I, probably I, your fault. You deliver it wrong. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. I have one that's, uh, 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 so uh, Stephanie is such a careless slut. Her uterus has a side gig do, doing haunted fetus abortion tours, <laughs> which like makes no sense, but I so fucking weird. love it. And no one ever laughs because they're just like, oh, and I'm like, it's not meant to be a gross joke. It's meant to be a funny joke. Like, like she's just so careless. She has so many abortions that her uterus is like, I can make some money off this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Should I go next? Yeah, thing? please. Okay. So um, one that I wrote, and this is probably just in the first few years I did Ville way back when, you know. Uh, the 80s. Yeah. No, I, I didn't start till the mid-90s, but <laughs> um, was, uh, uh, you know, Tim's favorite thing about sex is climbing out of the bathroom window after so he doesn't have to pay. And the double meaning in my brain was, okay, he had to go to a hooker and he was too cheap to pay them. Sure, you know? sure. And so yeah. that's why I like I like that it worked on two levels, and it just it never clicked. You know, yeah. like you get a few chuckles, but not a big laugh. 
Yeah, I think I think too. It might, a lot of it might just be the the climbing out the window isn't uh, isn't like a trope anymore. Like it used yeah. to really yeah. be in yep. TV. You'd see yeah. people climbing out of a window all yeah. the time to get away from stuff. Right. It's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. So I, I was having a hard time thinking of one, but I, oh, I all have, next jokes land. Yeah. I know. <laughs> He's always bombs. funny, effortlessly. Um, no, I just my, my brain just selectively edits out all the parts so people don't laugh, and I yeah, just remember yeah. that part. Um, no, but I did have a joke that did do really well for a while, and then I had to st- I stopped using oh, it yeah. briefly um, when some some news changed, and that was uh, so. There's a very famous missing child in Minnesota named oh, yeah. uh, Jacob Wetterling. Like, that it yeah, led to like eight or so. It, it led to like Amber Alert stuff happening, like like being created. It led to child abduction awareness programs and all that shit. Here in Minnesota, his name is like the way Baby Jessica. Right. In, in the well, like it's that level of fame. Like you say, Jacob Wetterling, and everyone knows what you yeah, mean. Yeah, if you're over 35 at least. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, my insult was this man's dick is harder to find than Jacob Wetterling, which was, it would get some awes and groans or whatever, but mostly laughs. And then one day they found the kid's body after it had been like, missing for like decades. On like a Saturday morning <laughs> before Renfest. So I went out on stage and I told the joke and thinking it was, you know, topical. And apparently like that finding the kid's body just made it a little bit too real. Yeah, it was like it was like it wasn't too soon, it was too late. Um, <laughs> and like we did, we did try to add a stinger on where it was like, at least now, unlike your legs, we have closure. Or something. <laughs> but the best part of it was that that day that he told it, this lady came up to me after while we were going for tips. And this lady comes up and she goes, you should tell Beefcake they found Jacob Wetterling this morning. And I'm like, I know, that's why he told it. And her face, she looked like I had just like personally murdered something for her. Like she was so horrified. And it was like, oh, I'm sorry. What show did you think you were at? Like, yeah. yeah, he was kidnapped in 1989. Yeah. Our listeners are wondering. You can find out all about him on Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. So, like so many things. You can find out about on Wikipedia. You can yeah. read about all kinds this of things. This show is sponsored by Wikipedia. No, not really. Wikipedia is a charity. They can't afford that. We're, we're, we're way if too anything, expensive. If anything, this show sponsors Wikipedia. Yeah. I, don't, I donate to them every year. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia is sponsored by Geeks Without God. That's right. Okay, what's our next uh, shitty drink, Eric? All right. So this is I mean, a... delicious fruited salad. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling over there? Feel like... <laughs> feeling like I should have brought some crackers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, so, well, yeah. Uh, this is plot. Yeah, and totally. and it, just like Chonk from Drucker Brewery Brewing, uh, they have a bunch of different varieties of plop. Um, <laughs> plop is technically a hefty fruited hard seltzer. It oh, is, it's not a beer. It is not oh. technically a beer. It is a thick seltzer, which means there's not going to be any hops in it, Tim. So okay. you, want, you want to have that beard flavor at least. So yeah. and, and what's the? F- I don't remember which flavor plop this one is that has been opened. Uh, that we're, oh, it's. It's PB and J Supreme. It's peanut butter PB and, and jelly. J, okay. So black. It says with black currant, plum, raspberry, blueberry, strawberry, boysenberry, banana, and peanut butter. Oh, it's got a little banana in it. Little, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. And whatever's in here that I smell that isn't banana sounds smells nasty. So let's see. It's probably peanut butter. Oh, what the fuck is going on in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I I'm not. I'm not really catching peanut butter. It's at the end for me. Is it? The peanut butter. Yeah, it's after everything so, else. It's really subtle. It's, um, Tim looks like a baby that just tasted a lime. Yeah. <laughs> I like limes. It's, so it's funny that they say gimmick so, on the uh, can no, for, the, for the flavors a lot of times because just because it has a taste of some of these fruits doesn't mean they're actually present. You can like, in the fermentation mm-hmm. and, and brewing and fruiting process, you can like trick other flavors out. Yeah. Like marshmallow is a common one because right. you can get yeast to produce a flavor like marshmallow with certain sugars going into it and stuff. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like what Tim is describing is my mouth flipping out a little bit at tasting these things without the appropriate context from which I would usually mm-hmm. taste them. Like my tongue is being tricked. Yeah. Maybe that's true, but uh, clearly my tongue does not like it. Uh, this well, this yeah. drink is gaslighting my tongue. And, uh, I, think you mean, I think you mean gaslamping. Gas, gaslamping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, what, to what Nick said about the, the flavors, none of us actually happy to be so there. Much. It's, yeah. 
Um, there's a, there are beers, like uh, Dangerous Man in Northeast Minneapolis does a beer, it's a peanut butter porter or a peanut butter stout, I think oh, porter, yeah. that doesn't have peanut in it at all. Oh, sure. No. It just, the way, the combination of grains and the roasting and everything yeah. is done to create a peanut butter overtone. Interesting. It's pretty neat. Like, I, it, I, yeah. there's some crazy alchemy at work in, in brewing. I, like, yeah. I will say, the, 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 the thing I've had that I, I don't drink a lot of these. This is more Nick's deal. Sure. I'll, I'll taste them here and there. Yeah. But I had one that I really loved over the summer, and it was this plop, but it was bomb plop. Mm. So it tasted, <laughs> like, it tasted like a bomb pop, like and that, that yeah. was actually really good. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah but That's I, a clever yeah. name. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other plop I have. Y'all gotta is, uh, make sure you send me mm-hmm. like a list of all these so I can put them in the yeah, put yeah, them in the yeah, show. yeah, absolutely. The um, other uh, plop we have a can of uh, that we might not try is strawberry pina colada, uh, which is strawberry, pineapple, coconut, banana, and lime. Uh, coconuts are dumb. <laughs> 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 I like Trump Tim. <laughs> you don't actually dislike coconut. You're just quoting your song. I'm right? quoting a drink. <laughs> Making shirt. Oh. I like coconut. Since we're closing actually. with something that has coconut. Um, I, I do like coconut actually. Okay, yeah. like, like fresh coconut. Yeah, it's the best. Super good. It's great. I mean, the, the whole lime with coconut. It's delicious. Yeah, you I'm, mix it. Oh you put God. the lime in the Check coconut. It it's very yeah. good. Yeah. All right, uh, Eric. What do we got for? Is it question four? four. Yeah, let's we'll do question four. Name okay. a celebrity or media person who you think could be good at vilification tennis if we were to recruit them mm. and for purposes of this I sp- said to specify not a stand-up comedian because they already have to deal with hecklers and do some mm-hmm. shutting down okay. and roast battles and things like that I'm just going to go for people's sexiest man alive Paul Rudd oh uh, yeah. Huh? yeah Paul yeah. Rudd would be very Fun good at vilification tennis I think he'd have an understated goofy style like oh, yeah, Jeff Nepple kind of What's yeah. the oh yeah, he'd, he'd have a he does a Jeff Nepple quality. Any, to him. Anybody who isn't a stand-up comedian, which does sure. okay. you know, so the listeners are going to be like Jeff yeah. Nepple quality. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. He's the about, puppeteer in vilification anyway. tennis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, should I go ahead? And yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking on it. So. Uh, a little weirder or more obscure, but there's an actress named Miriam Margulies who is in her 80s. She played Professor Sprout in the Harry Potter movies. Hmm. Has been a character actor for you know decades. She's been in, in, in acting for 30 plus or 50 plus years. And um, I recently discovered that she is an amazing foul-mouthed delight when mm-hmm. she's on talk shows in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, She's got a bunch of fun, crazy stories from all the different people she's worked with, and she's been in a lot of notable films. Uh, in, in Little Shop of Horrors, she's the nurse that gets punched by Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. During yep. den- the dentist song. Sure. She's done a, a lot of crazy stuff. She's also in my favorite awful movie, The Apple. Um, hmm. And so, it, uh, for, and so anyway, and she just, she has this kind of sense of humor that I think could work really well. So really what you just want somebody in the cast older than you. Right, right. <laughs> Actually, I'd love to get her to be a guest at Convergence, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, Boy, uh, so every like this, all my brain is churning out are stand-up comedians. It really sucks. Like every single person I can think of, my brain's like, that would be good. I'm like, what's no? That doesn't help. Uh, yeah, like I'm Sarah say, Silverman would kick ass at it, but you know. Yeah. So this is a weird one. For some reason, this popped in my head, and he's not a stand-up comedian. So I'm gonna say Derek Delgadio, the magician that did the inside. Uh, what is it? Um, we did an episode on right, it. Right, right, right. Um, uh, the Hulu. Yeah, not Hulu. Inside Out. Oh, yeah, that. that uh, something um, like that. I here, let me look it up. Yes, thank you. But uh, I think he would be very good because one of the things that is very important. In and of itself. In and of itself. Yeah. Some of it's important about vilification tennis is eye contact and maintaining a good stage presence, which he is obviously very good at. And I think it would be very interesting to see uh, some of the best vilifiers are people who do a calm presentation as long as they can also command the stage while doing it. Right. The problem is for a lot of people, their calm presentation uh, is not commanding. And so it just ends up feeling low energy. But I think right. he could be very interesting with that. Yeah. And plus, uh, I know we don't usually do gimmicks, but imagine some like fun close-up magic in the middle of, a, <laughs> in the middle of, a, of an insult. It could be pretty great. Oh, fuck. I'm having such a hard time uh, with this because I'm not great at actor names. I have a hard time just picking someone randomly out of, the, out of, out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think of things we've watched recently where I think uh, I'm, 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 I'm totally blanking. You're totally blanking? I'm totally blanking. What about uh, Lee Pace? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I was um, trying to think of what we watched recently. Um, 
Yeah, you know what? Let me think on this one. People's sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd. Give me, give me a second to come. I will answer it for sure, though. Well, we can start introducing the next beer. Yeah, the final, final beer. beer. The, the final, final beer, beer that we're going to do. Uh, so this is from Oliphant Brewing, and it's called Super Squishy Blackberry Raspberry and Coconut Sour Ale. Um, None of that sounds terrible, except for the ale part, right. which is what ruins it all for me. I, I want to point out, I finished the first couple, and I have not finished one no, in, no. in like five, I, five pours, because black. I've yeah. got my answer. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, and it's, and it's slightly different. Greg Davies, who is the Taskmaster in yeah. Taskmaster, oh, yeah. I would like to see him judge vilification tennis. I think, Dude. I think, <laughs> I think he has a certain spitefulness and disdain mm-hmm. that would transfer mm-hmm. to judging yeah. Bill very yeah. well. It would be right. different from the way anyone else has done it, and I think it would be enjoyable. That's true. I acknowledge he would be second best. Tomorrow? <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Tamal? After> oh. <laughs> All right, so blackberry. Blackberry, raspberry, and coconut sour ale. I really want to taste the coconut in this, but I don't smell like I'm going to taste it. Oh, you will. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's slippery like coconut, but not taste like coconut, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I do coconut taste the toe. coconut. What yeah. do you think? This is the closest thing to something I might like. Hey! hey. Really? This it's, is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I like it's still, it's still got It's still got, like, beer shit going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, but I like the coconut, the coconut that, that it ends with. It does, there, It's like, it's, it's really like... The flavor in my mouth at the end, this is the first one where the flavor in my mouth isn't just booze. Yeah, you're not making a face. You didn't go blah, blah, blah. Like, you I mean, need to wipe off your tongue, which is amazing. Yeah, like that's, it, that's, it, that's, it, a huge, that's a huge change. What's on my tongue right now is mostly coconut. Hey! Um, now, that doesn't mean I liked it. Let's not let's not go out of, let's not get out of line here. But I, I um... He's not finishing it, listeners, at least, so at we, least should, we should point that out. I, I at least don't hate the way it ended. Well, that's um, that's good. So... All right. Do you want the last last question? Sure. And then I got a surprise for us. A surprise! Okay. That is a, a surprise. surprise. Fuck me. Oh no. Okay. Um, uh, is so. it a lord? <laughs> let's just keep. Let's just answer the question. Let's just answer so, the question. What's one of your favorite funny moments you've done or been involved with in a Ville show? Hmm. Um, and I've got something. If for the for to... the final farewell Vilification tennis show at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. Uh, usually that is like a let's get fired kind of joking atmosphere where Extra we kind of, you know, someone will reveal some crazy underwear or kiss someone on stage or they have a little sketch or something planned. Come out, we come out not in costume yeah. or just something. So yeah. uh, for that last round uh, that Molly and I were in, uh, we made, we took white like surplus military helmets, like old ones, and, and, and we painted them white, drilled a hole in the fr- top glued a rainbow mane that we cut out of a rainbow wig on the back and then we uh we riveted or bolted on like over foot long floppy dildos yeah. to the f- to the foreheads they were, make, very, like, they were very floppy like, like <laughs> dildo unicorn helmets like not like like all the way over in a U floppy, but like rigid, but with a lot of bounce when we yeah. jumped around. Like they really bounced around like, up uh, there. Like if you were walking with the right cadence, it'd be like the queen waving from her car. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there are a couple of great pictures of us like cheersing and crossing dick helmets, right. and and it was well received, and it seemed uh, in the spirit of things. Yeah, I, it's funny. I was actually going to not say that one, but a different one. So the, that show, we used to, they used to the, the deal was you could do a bit, but the bit had to be fast. Right. It had to be really fast because it couldn't slow down the show. And it had to happen in a way that was visual to everybody. And there's like, I mean, I'm not exaggerating, probably a thousand people sometimes. Sometimes. So like, it has to be visually obvious and one of the we did a couple that i really liked other than the dildo corns we one time we um we filled a a whiskey bottle with iced tea oh yeah and then came out and just drank and it looked like we were just drinking whiskey before the show both of us like just and then just like spiked the bottle and we're like and then another time we strang together a bunch of black plastic coat hangers and i realized black plastic coat hangers don't do abortions but that was for the visual aspect of it and so what we did was I, I came out and I went, hi, 
and Nick reached under my skirt and pulled out like a magician's scarves of <laughs> coat hangers and stretched them across. And then like at the end, I threw a handful of little babies. Like it was just stupid shit. But like, <laughs> some of that stuff was so fun. It was such a like crazy time. And you'd be like weeks ahead. You're so exhausted from doing fast for seven weekends. And you have like this bucket of props and everyone's like, is it going to be fast? Like, shut up. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. <laughs> those, those final show bits like that have permanently corrupted my Amazon recommendations. It's true. It's yeah. true. History. Like, yeah. it is so yeah. fun. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. Uh, you can go. Okay. You can go. Um, so another closing day Villet Renaissance Festival bit. Um, several years ago, uh, Chris and Lori told their partners, Jeff and I, that um, they wanted to do a thing where they would start really getting into it with each other. They would just start firing back and forth. We'd step back. They'd get close to each other, and then one would jump across the net, and they'd start making out. Okay, cool. We're ready. We know this is going to happen. So they do that. They end up on the ground kind of rolling around. The audience is going nuts. They're loving it. Um, and Jeff has kind of drifted over by me, and we're both just standing with our arms crossed, observing, you know, like enjoying the show, quote unquote. And when things calm down, we just kind of looked at each other, and in the moment, we hadn't talked about it at all, but we grabbed each other and started kissing, and the mm -hmm. audience went nuts again. And which, you know, no big surprise there. They, they love that kind of thing. We didn't go nearly as long because we didn't want to drag it out. Of, sure. Know, on that. And because you're cowards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when everybody finally calmed down, we got back to our own sides. Somebody on the other side threw a joke. And I looked at Jeff and I said, you are a shitty kisser. And the audience just fell apart again. because And it just popped into my head right before I stepped up. And it mm -hmm. was just, I was so happy, like... To be able to roll with that and take the joke just a little further, mm -hmm, for sure. Mm -hmm. That was funny. Um, <clears throat> I guess um, when I did the, uh, we're talking a lot about Renaissance Festival, which we don't do anymore. But when I did the uh, intro um, to the show, I had this line where uh, I would point out that we were going to pass the hat at the end of the show, mm -hmm. and that we had to split it thirteen ways. And I did bring that up because motherfuckers would come up and give us like mm -hmm, a quarter. It's like mm -hmm. you understand. There's 13 of us. And so I would, I would say, you know, you cheapskates insist on giving us a quarter. And somehow over the years, it turned into me saying, you cheapskates insist on giving us a quarter. And half the audience would throw quarters at you. Yeah, yeah. No. Like pelt you with quarters. Yeah, to the yeah. point that on the final year of Ville, we made several hundred dollars in quarters <laughs> that had been thrown to yeah. us over the course of the season mm -hmm. and it was just like it, we'd it, pick every single one of them up too yeah, yeah. we yeah. all rushed the stage yeah. and we'd get down there and, and pick it, just, every single, it turned into a really beamed. funny bit because yeah. because there was times. one time where i got i got smacked right in the groin with a quarter yeah um which doesn't say i mean it Nick doesn't got hit seem in the like it hit my good eye oh, yeah yep. it, it was just like but there was something about it that, you know, and it started that they, would st they wouldn't just throw quarters, they'd throw dollars. Well, then you started doing the, like, so let me try this. You cheapskates won't even give us a dollar. And then they'd throw then dollars. They'd throw dollars and and like, then you'd be like, you won't give us a 20? And it never worked until, like, the end of the season. Yeah. And then they'd start throwing. Then they'd start Somebody would do it. Didn't Some... you get 100 once off I that did. Bit? I did get 100 yeah. once. Nice. Um, Crazy. So, you know, it, it's... it's uh, it, it, it was just a funny thing that organically grew out of a line mm -hmm. that I was really just delivering to remind people that when you give us a quarter, we each make two cents. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it turned into this bit where we made $10 in quarters every fucking show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. nice. Um, all right. Well, that's five questions. Yeah. And that is all of our fruited sours. But Nick has a surprise. So you were right, Tim. Uh, it is. It is Malort. <laughs> no, I, um, I haven't just a tiny, yet. Just a tiny sip. You, you tried it last night. You don't need I don't. I, I'll, I, I, okay, yes. I will try a tiny sip. I will have a little bit. Um, All right. I'm, talk, I'm talking heard, just... So for those that don't know, Malort is a spirit that you can only get in Chicago. It is a, a herbal liqueur that some people say tastes like prednisone or burning fire, uh, burning, burning tires or whatever. I, I think it tastes like bug spray. I think it tastes like grapefruit pith. <laughs> uh, and I think it tastes good in cocktails. Obviously, on its own, I don't drink ouzo either. But you know, it's good it in smells, things. It smells. It smells a lot like turpentine. Yes. It. 
It really does. Yeah, it's got a sharpness. I'm still smelling it. Hold on, hold on. Look, before the show, uh, oh, Nick yeah. and Molly presented me with a bottle of Topo Chico, which, which is my favorite there. sparkly water that I'm drinking right mm-hmm. now. In fact, I will share it with all of you. We can Ooh. we can sample the Topo Chico. But I also it. want to pour this Topo Chico Here. so I can... Uh, Do you have clean cups somewhere? There's... These are all. Those are all there. Uh, yeah, we got clean cups. Clean ones. Yeah. I want to pour this before oh, I take clean. a drink of. So these are clean here. Okay, yeah. great. There you go. So, everybody, so yeah. um, you can only get Jepson's Malort in Chicago. Um, they say on the bottle it has an aroma and full-bodied oh, flavor right. of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. Uh, I don't think the taste of Malort is really savored by anyone, but, <laughs> but I don't think it's, it, should, it deserves the reputation it has. Okay, so, I'm right. going to take it. All right, here we go. Go for it. Oh, fuck. Nope. Wow. Nope. I, do, I mean, it... Topo Chico, save me. It tastes like what I imagine, what mm. I imagine Turpentine does. Oh... Okay, <laughs> well, it, I mean, it is, the, the dominant thing is just an overwhelming bitterness. Right. And it li- reminds me, okay, so if you know what I mean Tim's by li- licorice root <gasps> as opposed to anise. Right, right? yes, yep. It reminds me of licorice root, um, but it's just super bitter. Right. But that's about all I'm catching from it. Yeah. You know, um... I yeah. also think Anus when I have this beer. <laughs> uh, this is so bad. There, that's to give you perspective on everything else, Tim. So now, Tim, when people make malort jokes, you understand what you're talking about. I understood it before I tasted it. Oh, now I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it counts. All right, I really um, understand. So we're pretty much done. I'm not an alcoholic yet, uh, but thank you for trying. We'll keep, we'll keep trying. Oh, God. Is the, are we going to call the episode Not Drunk Tim? No. <laughs> oh, I just, oh my God, I can't stop tasting that. Fuck, I'm gonna, it's going to be in my fucking mouth all day. Um, Eric, thank you for uh, for doing your best to get me to like booze. Um, I, I appreciate the attempt. Thank you for bringing your five questions. Yeah. yeah. If you would like us to answer your five questions, it's super easy. Just send an email to five questions at geekswithoutgod.com. You can spl- spell out five or use the number five. It's It'll true. work either way. Nick's because Nick's genius. Because Nick's just that smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. If you supported us on Patreon, you got to listen to me hate this beer earlier than everybody else. Lucky Eric, you. Is a Patreon supporter. I am. He will get to listen to this episode before everybody else. Woo! If he chooses to listen to an episode he was on and already knows how it ends up. So thanks for listening. We are going to be around next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. I'm recording this outro several days later and I can still taste the Malort. Blech. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. It's hanging out on my porch like that pumpkin in Molly's joke.